Hey, Sykes here, and I just want to take a quick moment to tell you about my show, Start the Beat. It's a podcast about independent artists for independent artists. Each episode highlights different humans from all walks of life and their individual stories about inspiration, determination, struggle, and so much more. Dive into the fantastic minds of these amazing people, absorb some useful knowledge, and expand your perspective on the world around you. It's like really important and stuff or whatever, curated, produced, and hosted by me, Sykes. Start the Beat is part of the Ethicast family, and you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe today and never miss a beat. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. Get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out. Like, yeah, you know I mean, what is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today that's going to get us one? So, I mean, I don't know what's what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself, it could be a lot more sustainable. Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal. <laughs> am, I, like, am I still being heard? Did listen, I, I wonder. That's all you. My chair. <laughs> my chair doesn't make any noise. Oh man! Here, let me see if I can swap out chairs real quick. Uh, for anybody listening, this one's a little better. <laughs> Anyone listening? We are not at my house today. We are at we're at work hard, home of Epicast and other things waiting for a brutal beer fest meeting and uh yeah let me do an intro and then we'll yeah we'll get it going from there hello and welcome to start the beat with sykes my name is sykes and this is my podcast it's very boomy in this room (laughs) just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode if you're one of the people who listened to that conversation i hope you enjoyed it and thanks for coming back i never acknowledged the camera so i'm doing it (laughs) If you're one of the people who listen to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for coming back. I just said that, didn't I? Yeah. But for anyone out there who is new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Well, we're not at home, so there, <laughs> there isn't a fridge in this room, but there's probably beer and soda somewhere. Yeah. And today I am sitting here with my friend, Returning guest to the show. That's right. Speak that truth. Who you is? I I'm Brendan Cope. Um, <laughs> now I'm now identifying as for rest for the first first time publicly. No, that's not true. Not publicly. For the first time on record, I'm identifying as for rest is my music. So for underscore rest or for space rest. I know that, that that's like your Instagram handle has well, the underscore. Well, I'm inst- confused. Instagram has the underscore, but Instagram has to have the underscore. Because yeah. anytime you put a space in... It doesn't work. Right. Gotcha. So it's just for rest. For rest. Which is a, a, a clever spin it's, from... It's a spin. William Forrest. <laughs> right. Which uh, anybody who listened to the last episode with you, which I, I should have looked up on that was. It was a couple years ago, maybe. Was it that long Maybe ago? Maybe a year and a half ago. I don't Pro- know. Yeah, you're but probably you, right. And in, in that time frame, I think that you were like kind of in the middle of a transformation with William Forrest, which <laughs> was a, because for, you know, indie rock, post rock sort of project, yeah. um, then the band saw some changes, uh, right. some member changes, yes. and then started seeing some stylistic changes. And uh, over the course from then until now... I'm guessing that the project has decided to be uh, disbanded or kind of pushed to the side. (laughs) And now you are on a solo endeavor. Yes. Creating primarily electronic sounds. Sort of. But like analog electronic sounds. Yes. Not at (laughs) all. It is in no way, shape or form any version of rock and roll, which is like... The for I mean because we had there are no as strings. A band, there are strings though. Oh okay, all right. Well, <laughs> but as a band, I mean, we went from like you know indie rock in whatever year that was, two thousand nine or two thousand ten or whatever that was, 
and became, you know, what it was. We sounded like Kings of Leon or every everybody else. I don't think sounded like Kings of Leon. I mean, early on. Okay. Um, and then after that, we became the next iteration of that where we wanted to be more like Interpol or more like so-and-so. And then we became heavier. And then when we moved to the city and we sort of started playing around with a lot of the DIY scene, I think we became the heaviest iteration. And then we kind of realized that wasn't us. And so we were on our way back. And it was on our way back that I think everybody sort of felt like we were forcing not only the music, but forcing the way that we presented the music outside, which is the opposite of what I'm trying to do now, having learned that lesson and totally. like going through those motions. It's so wild. I think it's a really interesting story for me. The curious case of William Forrest, we'll call it. <laughs> Whereas, like, the sound, the last material that was put out under William Forrest, which right. I believe was that EP, I think, was it the EP right. that I played the release show for? Yes. Okay, so that was, that seemed like such, like, flushed out, like, very realized material, like, oh, we finally got to a place where we know what we're doing as a band. And, like, but I'm getting this impression that it was, like, the result of maybe not necessarily knowing what you were doing or knowing what you were doing, but just not being happy with what had happened. I think, I think it's a little mix of all of that. Um, I mean, we knew what we were doing. We knew that we were doing something that like a lot of other people, especially in Pittsburgh, were not doing. And we knew that the people that liked it really did like it. And we really did like it. The problems arose when I think we sort of lost our place physically in the scope of Pittsburgh music in a lot of ways because we didn't, genre-wise, we didn't really fit in. And at the time, I mean, Sam, Patrick, and Brandon, when he was playing with us, drums, bass, keyboards, were all under 21 until recently. So, like, we couldn't break into the spirit scene. We didn't really fit in with the DIY scene. We didn't want to play the Smiling Moose all the time because sure. that's, I mean, so it came to this point where like playing shows started to stress at least one of us out <laughs> every time we booked a show. And that was a big reason behind it. This, I'm going to call it a uh, perpetual hiatus. <laughs> um, I'm, I would say though that if and when the band itself comes back, it will be a different name. A different, you know what I mean? Different it's thing. we're yeah, we're in a because you still talk to everybody, I imagine, right? I still like live with Sam and Patrick. <laughs> yeah, like you're all still I mean, homies. Yeah, so and we're just... all making solo music right now. So it's cr <laughs> our house. Our house went from being like crazy loud, working on music together, to now just like everybody's have had three on. levels of crazy loud. Oh, okay, like first floor, second floor, third floor. All three of us are just simultaneously recording. So it's it's different. Um... It's good though. I'm forcing myself to make it. <laughs> so like I know we probably talked about this before, but for the record now, what was the inspiration to like put the guitar down and focus on other oh my things God. because um, like <laughs> you guys are such good rock songwriters and it's just like right. it doesn't like I'm not like mesmerized by the fact that you don't want to do it anymore it's just right. super interesting that like <laughs> you decided to make that change like and go for it because i think there's a lot of people that are afraid to like they get good at something and right. then like they just kind of latch onto it you know they don't seek other endeavors or yeah. take that yeah, risk yeah. that it seems no. like you took I it's mean, been a while for like you're getting ready to put out mater solo material now right yeah and like in a way it feels feels like I can imagine it was almost like learning how to write music all over again. Oh, completely. I mean, for some historical context of this arc, when I was 12 or 13 years old, whatever, I picked up a guitar and that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be a lead guitar player in a band, period. That's it. That's all I wanted. <laughs> When you hit high school and you realize that no one wants to sing for your band that you're trying to start at all, yeah. then I had to become a singer. And then I was like, all right, I want to be a frontman of a band. That's it. Singer, guitar player, period. Nothing else. 
And then, I mean, there is this shift in, I mean, music as a whole. Like, you had Blonde, Frank Ocean, come out. And, I mean, that album, there's there's guitar on it. There's probably more guitar on that album than there are, like, actual drum tracks. And I think we all got, like, immersed in these different legs of either sample-based or electronic-based music. And there was a point where we were just trying to create music that had more space to it. And I don't mean like spacier music, but like more room. Cause we had felt that we were starting to wear into that like really busy, well, yeah, almost repetitive, like everybody's playing their instruments all the time. Sure, William Forrest was very dense and like very like thick instrumentation. Right. Like- and that but I it mean, was good. It, it was good. But and, if that's not what you want to do, and then I totally We were get just, it. yeah, trying. So the the songs that are last, last songs post that EP were a lot airier. They never were. They, they'll be released at some point. They're not released now. Um, but they were, they had a lot more space to breathe. And at that time, I was sort of in the headspace that I was like, I really want to just sing which was a total shift. I mean, that was like a huge 180 for me to be like, all right, now I want this to be the, the instrument of choice for me. And I, I, I don't know. The guitar had like, it had worn thin on me because I had just done it for so long. And I think it was just starting to like erode in a, in a lot of ways. And now I'm writing this record solo and it's sort of electronic it's sort of hip-hop it's sort of pop and i'm finding myself laying down so many guitar tracks on it oh yeah i've gone back to playing guitar i've made now i've gone from the 180 to a full 360 where i'm ending up playing guitar again but it's in such a different way and it's 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 been refreshing in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you. I imagine you do it. You have multiple projects. Well, I imagine it's probably easy for you to like execute ideas that are in your head via guitar versus other instruments. Definitely, because I mean that's what I had originally, and like I am no drummer whatsoever, so I'm being super reliant on drum machines and digit. I mean, digital instruments in general. Um, but I'm also playing like a lot of keyboard, a lot of synth, which it's just like I can I can have fun with that stuff in a way because there's an unpredictable aspect to it. And there's also no one to tell me no. So I have to be both like the surprised human being that has this sound fall in their lap and also the one that's critical enough with myself to be like, don't use that sound. I know it surprised you, but don't use it. That's not what you wanted. Yeah. And so in that way, it's been very different writing these songs and trying to flesh out ideas and also leading as a singer, which is, I mean, it's just not something I've done before. Like that's that's the important part what, in all of this. What is like vocally different from what you're doing now versus what you did with William Forrest. Well, my my voice is better. <laughs> That's no. Um, I mean, do you, in, is in it a just large, they're more vocal driven songs. In a large way, it actually is like I'm treating my voice as an instrument rather than just like the vehicle to deliver the words. I think early on, especially in William Forrest, like I wasn't comfortable as a singer. I I mean, I was like thrown into it, and that was just like I have words. We have to put them in this song. I'm going to just do it. Uh-huh. Um, but with that, there were like a lot of growing pains and like a lot of cringes. You know, I'd look back going for this high note and somebody would be just like <laughs> choking out <laughs> over there, like trying to make sure that like I was going to hit this note. And that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, there's a confidence behind the singing part and the constructing melodies that's totally new for me. And so that's been, it's been, it's been painful. <laughs> Growing pain. I mean, but you know, like 
when somebody else records you for yourself, you know, you sing, they tell you how many times to sing. They're like, do it this way, do it that yeah, way. Yeah, and then yes. they're like, that was good. We're going to use it. Now, man, I'm just listening to myself sing the same shit. That's over why and over I don't again. record my own vocals. I mean, that's smart, but I'm constricted on time, so I'm doing it. Yeah, totally. I understand <laughs> that. Um, I do, I demo stuff for myself and things right. like that. But yeah, for yeah. big projects, I always make sure I just set aside the time, you know, schedule a day, yeah. go to a studio and just record what I need to record with another engineer that has, you are, a, has like a good <laughs> ear for what I'm doing right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. isn't going to be afraid to be like, you know, that shit, <laughs> do that bad idea, offer idea, you know, right? almost like help produce. Right. You are admittedly... You're admittedly more proactive than I am. Well, hey, you can change. <laughs> it's just so hard, to, it's yeah. so hard to fucking focus on your like performance when you're also focused on production. Yes. You get lost in it. You yes. You know? Um, and I mean, I'm about... Like, can you, can you imagine driving a car and doing a repair on it at the same time? No. Oh, damn, that's good. <laughs> You know, I could try though. That's what I'm doing. All I'm right. trying. I mean, there's <laughs> plenty what, of people at self record. Whatever works for you, man. But right, and and I mean, this what is being created now is a stepping stone to whatever I do next, and that's sort of so that that that's an interesting perspective. Like you don't necessarily view this as being like oh like this is the thing finally my thing coming out more or less like like hey this is a thing just to correct like, i mean admittedly a piece of what admittedly, is admittedly i had writer's block two days ago and i ended up writing three different songs that don't fit at all with the six to eight songs that are going to come out on this tape and i was like maybe i should work on two eps at once maybe i should <laughs> <laughs> which I can do because, again, there's no one to tell me no as long as I divvy up my time in a realistic way and realize that I want it to be this sort of conscious stream of music that comes out. And it's not, I'm letting go of a little bit of my perfectionism, which has been so detrimental to me as an artist forever. Yeah. I understand that and I agree that I've been letting go of things too. Right. Because at the most of the time at the end of the day, unfortunately, the only person that notices those nuances is, is you. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. And that's the other thing that I'm starting to realize. It's, it's like, you know, give it to some people, a handful of people to listen to that are close to you and let them give you whatever feedback they give you and trust them in that instead of just sitting in your zone and hearing, you know, every mistake, every little, mm -hmm. I mean, to the point that it's just like, this is never going to come out unless you re-record the whole thing because you're just, you go down that rabbit hole too far and you're going to miss the sound entirely. Yeah. That and also if I go back and revisit material I've worked on in the past, some of the stuff that blows me away the most is the stuff that I spent the least amount of time on. Yeah, Absolutely. There's like this, this energy that's there, right? That you lose when something when you focus in on something too much. It's like right. you unintentionally like sterilize the performance, and it becomes I was, I was very say, like it's like hand sanitizer or something. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was, I was um a, a friend's band of mine who I won't mention. <laughs> um, I was listening to some of their stuff that had been recorded. And I, this was, I was listening to a song that they had recorded. Right. And this song, I'd seen them play it live on several occasions. And I mean, like, they're a very good live band. They've always been a better live band than a studio band. Very raw energy, always a little grittier, you know, just right. that, that extra thing where it's like the perfection is kind of gone, but not in a bad way, like in a right. good way. It's like right, this, like, right. this, like, animalistic sort of like, whoa, like... Yeah. Like a huge, like all the human elements right. to like, cause they're a rock band. And then I heard this recorded version of this song that I had heard before. And like, literally what I said was, I feel like I just had a wet nap shoved in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like the cleanest, like, like, 
uh, like there's nothing <laughs> like nothing like raw right. about this at all. And it's like I understand wanting to have a clean production, but it's yeah. so like it was down to like even down to like the vocal performances sounded like they were so like clean oh, yeah. and polished that it sounded like not real. It sounded like 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 a, a robot unsure of himself or something. Yeah. You know, just like fuck. Like, just <laughs> let it go. Yeah. Like no. if you're not fucking you know, sweating in the studio and blowing out your voice, it ain't, it, your recording's gonna sound like crap. <laughs> Put in yeah. some work. Yeah. No, I agree with but that. But I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I totally understand that perspective, though, for some people. But right, you know, everybody has this perception of what they want to put out into the world, and some people really like yeah. that, that that pressure of that perception. Yes. Like, and have a chokehold on them. It's I mean, rough. the volume war. The volume war is like. I remember that being the only thing I cared about early when we were playing music. I was like, I want this to be as loud as the radio. We had multiple people tell us like, it's going to sound better because of like the dynamics of this song, because of how it's working. If it's not as loud as that. And I was like, that means we're doing it wrong. Totally. And that was just so ingrained in the perception. Like you said that, now when I listen back, I'm like, oh my God, if they had just not compressed the entire track and turned it up to 11, like that song would have sounded so much better. Yeah. And we were told that. And now you see people that are actually coming out with music that is not turned up to 11. People like Francis Starlight, Francis and the Lights, if you're familiar with him. Mm -mm. And even like some of James Blake's albums are just like at violently different volumes. Like as you're listening through his discography, you're like, that really doesn't matter as long as it sounds as good as it sounds. No, you know what I mean? Matter. Yeah. And so that's another one of those lessons. <laughs> I think like I don't I feel like those kind of myths get perpetuated to like hinder Oh, underground musicians definitely and trick them in the definitely. shit definitely you know it's like it's like i don't fucking believe anything anyone tells me anymore i heard some <laughs> shit on the radio about like, nothing these people tested 11 brands of bottled water and they found plastic in all of them i'm like yeah fuck <laughs> they you. were plastic bottles of water yeah like <laughs> fuck you even if there was it's fine i don't care if there's plastic in the water it's yeah. like they're just telling you that because they want to sell you some other shit <laughs> i don't believe anything i don't believe in I'll drink the plastic in the water and I won't right. compress my fucking songs. Fuck you. No. no. <laughs> How are your songs? Songs are good, dude. Um, right now, Sykes material, it's been like such a a slow tornado. <laughs> like there's so much going on, but it's moving so fucking slow just because of other things I have going on. But, right, because uh, you're here. I'm here, you know, like all the podcast stuff, work stuff. Right. Um, most the the biggest thing, honestly, that's been uh, in the way of the psych stuff is Greywalker stuff, because we just finished up a new album <laughs> and uh, filming videos and photo shoots and booking yeah. shows and all that stuff. And I don't want to release two albums at once. That's fair. Because that's I mean, seems tacky. Yeah. What kind of guy are you? <laughs> well, well I, last time I put out the last Sykes album and the last Grey Walker album both came out like a couple months apart from each other and it was just like a nightmare. So how many months are you thinking of waiting? I don't know. Album? I hadn't really considered that. Uh, but uh, Sykes in general minus the recorded material there's a lot of like material that's written right. and the bands we've just been grinding it out with the band and getting the yeah. new live show together. Uh, getting ready we're starting to play some shows dates are coming up and stuff so working on the merch and album nice. artwork like a lot of behind the scenes shit is right. happening but the album will come out whenever it's it's ready i know there's is it, like is it recorded it's mostly recorded okay um i mean there's a full pre-production demo version of it with like all guitars, bass, vocals, everything <laughs> that's like done yeah so and i probably could release that as an album but we're going to like basically re-record the entire thing like in a okay. small chunk of time just so everything's fresh. Yeah. Live record it? Um, everything but the drums are live on the album. All the drums oh. are, are programmed. 
I wanted it to you sound. Don't, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I think wanted you to, told me that. Yeah, I want I want this album to be like really hip hop sounding. It's a really sample heavy based album, even though there's still nice. a lot of live instrumentation on it. Right. There's a shit ton of samples on it, like more sampling than I've ever done. That's. I mean, so it's cool. It's kind of where where it is now. I mean, it like. A lot of music as a whole is mm-hmm. so sample based. Yeah, the, the the album is very much a, it's a very much a, like a satirical commentary on the current state of <laughs> hip hop and underground music in general. Okay, it's a very like hip hop in underground music or hip hop and underground like, music. I mean, it's it's focused on hip hop because it is a hip hop album, right? For but sure, it for sure. Definitely isn't written from like the perspective. I'm not like. I don't really attack any genres or things in particularly everything's right. pretty it's big. not a diss so it album. could be it could like things that I'm talking about could be applied to any genre of right. underground music but definitely yeah. my focus on it was like stuff with underground hip hop and definitely pop and you know all yeah. of that but it could be applied to anything <laughs> just life mhm uh I don't know there's one swear word on the whole album that's I remember you telling me yeah, that. Yeah, I'm trying to th- trying to think of what else what else I could say about it. I don't know. What That's other it. what other plugs can you get? What other plugs can I get? <laughs> Play Millville Music Festival. May twelfth, right? May twelfth. I yeah. knew that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's coming up really soon. Yeah, I'll that's be there. Just in a few yeah. weeks. So a couple weeks. So yeah. that's gonna be tight. But less about me, more about you. <laughs> When's this fucking solo shit dropping? Um so the plan <laughs> the plan uh-huh. is May twenty fifth. Ah. Which is coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm about um, somewhere between 40 and 70% done with it. That's a big number. Well, it's depending on how you look at it. If you're looking at it by completion of tracking, then I'm 70% done. If you're looking at it as like the overarching, I still have to mix and send it to get mastered, I'm a little bit closer to 40. Cool. But I'm happy with that 40 because admittedly, I'm not as proactive as you. And so what, I'm, do, what do you I'm do in your time? Under, why are, why aren't you pro, what, what else are you doing? Well, I, mean, I, know you, I know you work now. I mean, you've, you have a job. Of I course. do have a job. You have a job. I am very much in the starving artist category of the world right now. <laughs> uh, the, so you, that tax bracket, when I did my taxes, I was like, yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> I but, keep keep buying instruments i'm starving um aside from work and when you do work on what are you doing in the, in between any other you projects know, or things th- i mean there's there's a lot of of smaller things um like working with friends and then honestly like a lot of my time is spent like in the theorizing in the theoretical realm of my music like i I've gotten to a point where I think about what I'm a, what I'm going to play or record a lot more than I ever did before I even touch an instrument. And so like if I walk upstairs and I turn things on and I don't have that thought, that sort of cognizant presence right there in front of me, I'm like, no, I, this isn't time for this. Like this isn't what I'm, I'm trying to do. Um, and so like, Part of the reason that I've been so lackadaisical in my own production in the past was that I was I was being, you know, too hard on myself in a lot of ways to ever get any of those thoughts out. I was just, you know, choking. Yeah. I was being a perfectionist before I even tried. Yeah. And then when I did try, it wasn't what I wanted. So then that just layered on top of itself. And then, you know, I, uh, a buddy of mine, Royal Haunts, um, had a release show and that was February 22nd and he shot me a text one week before the release show and said, how's your live setup looking? And I said, it's there. And he was like, would you be interested in jumping on this show? And I was like, yeah. So I jumped on this show with no songs at all and have never and had not like 
recorded or performed with the instrumentation setup that I have now. And so in one week, I sat down and I wrote this set and I played his release show and nothing went wrong. You know how many shows I've ever played where nothing <laughs> went wrong, Brian? That was like maybe the first one where nothing, nothing turned off, nothing didn't work. And it was that after that that I started to really think and say like, oh, wait a minute, that went well. And like I did that. And even though those songs weren't the songs that I'm working on now because I just busted them out so quickly it was like again there was no one to tell me no there yeah it was like i i did that they weren't perfect and i performed them and people Mm -hmm. maybe didn't understand but they they still came up to me afterwards you know yeah dude it's (laughs) it's uncomfortable watching me perform now because i'm like just a man surrounded by machines it's like it's a very Blade Runner experience. Yeah, but that's you know that that's not, I'm not like even an incredibly unique thing though. No, that's, that's, I know I'm not even it's, incredibly it's unique just, anymore. It's just, it's just weird for you. It's but I feel the same way about playing. I just played a solo psych set on Monday. Where at Cativo. Oh. And it was so funny because it's like even all these years later, it still like weirds me out. I'm still like, but it's like, I've done this a thousand times. Right. And like, I'm like recording songs yeah. and like mixing. I'm like, man, I hope this sounds good. And it's like, motherfucker, I've put all, <laughs> all this other, it's been, it's fine. Right. It's like, I know, it's like, I know what I'm right. doing. Yes. Just, just shut up and stop worrying about it and just fucking do it. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I need to just like remind myself of that. But it's like, as you grow this experience in learning different techniques and production with recording or like performance and uh, you know seeing a lot of live acts and things like that it's like you start getting these ideas in your head of like what is what you should do and what you shouldn't do versus when you were younger and like more naive to things like you just were hungry and you just went for it exactly now it's like i'm always like too focused on like what is technique and what is quote yeah. right and quote wrong and it's all bullshit. <laughs> it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah, Why do yeah. you think fucking like a lot of the time when new artists come out and break through, they're like young people that don't know what the fuck they're doing and they have that fucking energy because that's what that's what people yes. care about. Nobody gives a fuck about your like curated, super articulate, <laughs> perfected fucking art piece. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, yeah. I it's like completely. Other people are gonna be saying it seems like they have a wet nap in their mouth, like I said. <laughs> right, right, right. And yeah, I mean also I think a big part of my sort of headspace going into this is that when I was younger, I was, you know, eighteen or seventeen when we started, and everybody else was like fifteen in the band and so like we were that young talented band everybody told us that's all i heard you know what i mean from the time that i was 18 and then so when we moved to pittsburgh it was sort of like this it was almost like there was a a switch where i actually expected it to just happen and it was like this destination it you mean like it i mean it's shit to take off and it was like that all of that that sort of filter that i had in my head from people just this is so good you're so young i mean that had created a destination but it had ruined my motivation and that that hunger wasn't wasn't there i mean like i'm being way more productive now because that's something that has come back it's just this like I have the inc- uh, the incessant need to create again. Yeah. Which I did not let myself have for the last two years in Pittsburgh. Whether it be the landscape of the music scene right now, whether it be what was going on in my band, whether it be what was going on in my personal life. I mean, I just didn't have that. And I realized that that's not me not having that. You know what I mean? That was me forcing myself not to have it, but that's not really who I am. I just want to make stuff. Yeah. 
And that's part of the fluidity of this, like I was talking about the other EP that I might record. But that might I might just use those as demos to I'm yeah. trying to push like just random just, random recordings create, on SoundCloud. Just you know put it I mean? out. Exactly. I, I've been working on starting to work on I'm gonna do after this Sykes album, I'm gonna do another solo project. Oh that's gonna a be different not hip hop. Whoa. Yeah. I've been wanting to do like folk rock. No, I've been wanting to do like a <laughs> no, gothy and no. I've been wanting to do like a gothy industrial thing. Yeah. Forever. Like nine inch nails. Yeah, sure, sure. Like like a like a nine inch nails or if you're familiar with um is it a newer band, they're called Street Sex. Street Sex I'm not. I wanna do like yeah, like nine inch nails or street sex or uh Sweet. soft moon. Um You listen to girl band? No. You should listen to girl band. They're like aligned the same vein from Denmark or something like that. But yeah, I just want to do like this like really uh like a very abrasive Yeah dark electronic thing that's yeah. not rap. Right. And and isn't also like metal. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you're that's pretty much the the middle point. And I, that's where like I got my start in making music was doing stuff like that like when i was doing stuff seriously i mean when i first started making music at all it was to make goofy rap beats for me and my (laughs) friends in middle school to rap on but then like when i first started doing like serious projects it was like all instrumental industrial stuff is it going to be instrumental no it won't be instrumental. so you're going to be on it yeah it won't be instrumental evolution still like a return to my roots and i've been like yeah yeah working on like very very rough ideas here and there like not trying to dig too deep into it because right. i'm trying to keep my focus on the site everything project. else <laughs> but it is definitely there right. in my brain that like once i get this sykes album done and you know we've pushed it to a point where it plateaus and <laughs> you know i have some time to work in the studio again i'm gonna definitely tap into that yeah that that the dark the dark side as yeah. we'll, call it. we'll call it the dark side yes the, so i'm excited about that and i also if i am gonna do like another hip-hop project i want to do something that's a little bit more collaborative again right like yeah um, more I mean, of a as much as i like working with the band a big part of the reason why there hasn't been a new sykes album in so long is because of the band Right. Well, I mean, because it's not just, just my schedule. Yeah, you know you're I mean? coordinating so much, and it's at this point of life where everybody is, everyone's got so much shit going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I'm very <laughs> understanding of that. Everybody that's in right. the band, you know, it's not like unfortunately I'm not able to pay them. Right. You know what I mean? We play shows that you know we we're not making anything, so like they're spending their 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 time and like right. gas to like. Or their time just to like learn the songs, their gas to show up to shows or get to practices. Yeah. And like I'm very appreciative of it. But like if there's ever moments where it's like, oh, like, you know, I can't practice this week or I can't do this, I'm very much like, okay, it's cool, I get it. Where in my head I want to be like, you wanna fucking do this or not, man? Like, you take this seriously? <laughs> right. that, but it's like, yeah. you know, but this it, it's like, well, you know, the, ul- the ultimatum. We're, we're all fucking old now, too. That's the I, thing. I know. You know, like it's like you know, some people got fucking kids. kids. Some people were still in school. Some people were working three jobs. Some people some on people that career path. Yeah, like, it's just like fuck. Like that makes. I it appreciate hard. you taking any time to you know work on what I'm yeah. doing, and I'm really happy with how everything is turning out. The yeah. album sounds like all the songs are sick, but it's just so like slow. Unfortunately, yeah. just like. But hey, it'll be worth it when it happens at the end of the right. like what's what's the rush? Right. Really? And and like you said, you don't wanna personally you don't wanna release two albums at the same in, within the proximity. And so that in mm-hmm. itself is like In a way it's been kind of a blessing because Because you're hearing all sorts of shit you don't like. Well, yeah, the songs just <laughs> no, like I I'm think kidding. that like part of me feels that if the album was ready to come out any sooner it would have. But little things keep changing, and I think it's been for the better. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm just, like, sitting on a batch right. of songs that hasn't right, changed right, or right. has gotten stale. Like, cause like we most recently <clears throat> added a guitar player again into the mix and right. started um, 
incorporating him into all of the songs. Um, Cause I had initially like left some open space and a couple tracks where I wanted him just to do like guest spots on. Right. And then we like flew through those and everything sounded so cool. And I was like, how about we like do it, replace some it. of this other stuff or, you know what I mean? Like, and try this out, maybe replace these samples with guitar parts. Yeah. And, like, and, and then next, next thing, thing you know, know, he had guitars on all the whole album. And <laughs> like, well, I guess you're in the band now. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the one more person you have to coordinate. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's chill. It's chill. I, yeah. I, I do really envy the days of just like being very so, solo though. Cause I know I could just like crank something out super fast. So I'm really looking forward to doing that in a, down, in a different down the line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cranking stuff out super fast, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's or, – or just have more of a a control over it because it is kind of a bummer too in the same right to like sit on songs for so long Yeah, and like constantly like overthink yeah. them. I would love <laughs> to just like get a track together, put vocals on it, just record it. There put it, it is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like, and you bringing up control is interesting because that's like, like I was talking about with the way that we soured on Pittsburgh music. I don't know the way that we disbanded, the way that we put ourselves on hiatus. A lot of that is because like we let what was surrounding us control what we were doing. Yeah, you can't do that. And dude. I mean, it, to carve your own lane. At this point, it's like. And I'm not saying this is a detriment to any band out there that's playing music in Pittsburgh, obviously. But even any show that I play, I want at least 75% control of it. That means I want to book the bands myself. I want to pick the venue myself. I want to have my people come in and do lights. I want to have my people come in and do video. I want to have my friends that I know can do this stuff come with me and do it and create these like almost like art installations yeah. that I want it to be so much more than what I thought was the the end game of being in the band because now I again like I'm on my own schedule I'm there's I'm not coordinating with other people I don't necessarily I, I know for a fact that this music that I'm making doesn't necessarily fit into a niche it's not a slice of pie in the bigger pie very much like a different dessert altogether and so i know that i need to make the scene for that myself absolutely so that's where we are yeah 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 totally i'm 110 percent agree with you you know <laughs> i mean especially especially moving forward with like sykes and new violence stuff you know what I mean? yeah like with us playing shows it's like okay like like we're doing the Millville Festival, so it's like it's cool. Like, and the festivals will, are like, so fun. I, will, I mean, I will like give up control for the festival, but they're still yes. letting us do the video, like our projecting and yes. everything. So it's like that's that's kind of like a thing now. That's like, yeah, if I can't do if we can't do the full live show, yeah, there's no point in us fucking playing because that's what this is what it is, right? And I it's, don't want to give somebody some half version of what exactly. our thing is. It's like, I'm sorry if it sounds like pretentious or silly to you, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like but if you're is. asking me to play something, exactly. you should be asking me to play something because As, you know what yes. I have. Yeah. You want my product. You don't Absolutely. want just half of it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, you don't go to a fucking <laughs> restaurant and order a burger and they just, you know. Cut it in half. Give it to yeah. you without a bun. Yeah. The fuck is they that? They just give you the bacon from the bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, you want the whole fucking thing. Right. That's what you ordered, right? Yeah. So, you know, don't order me if you don't want the full fucking plate, bro. <laughs> uh, I agree. So as a result of that, you know, kind of moving forward, I do want to have shows that I have more control over as well. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still like, if I get asked to play shows, like I'm doing, Definitely. I did that show at Cativo. Right. Know? So I think it's good to like keep your feet wet. Like yes. even if they're shows that you don't have control over, it's like, okay, well, I'll play solo. I'll do my little set. I'll test out some new material. Yeah. I'll meet some new people. It's good to just keep yourself yeah. out there. But I'm not going to drag everybody else from their lives right. on a weeknight to <laughs> bring all their shit down and set up all this stuff to do it for all these people. You know what I mean? And I'll, then, I'll bring my fucking 
your tabletop. I'll take my MIDI controller, my laptop down and like five t-shirts and like set them up and talk (laughs) to some people like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Keep it simple. Why not? We gray Walker, we were, we just backed out of a show. We were scheduled to play it. It was just like, we were scheduled to play it. It's out of state. So, and then like the main band that set it up couldn't play the show. Oh, what? So they're like, we got this replacement band, then that replacement band dropped off. And like, we hit them up, and they're like, well, there isn't really a guarantee. And it's just like, we're not playing this fucking show. Just Grey Walker. It's going to be the only band on no, the bill. You guys other, are going to drive there it. There's other bands on the bill, but like, they were like, not like, I don't know. It's just a different caliber, like a different. Yeah, it just, it was just like weird vibes. And it's like, we've done this, we've been right. through this enough times where we could tell if something's going to kind of be bullshit. Yeah, oh, definitely. it's like you can take the gamble and you might show up and it might be great, right? But dude, for like all of us, like our guitar player would have to take a put a vacation day and work for the next day and all this stuff, and it's just like we don't we're not that hungry to play a show out of state because we know just because it's out of state doesn't mean it's going to be fucking good, right? <laughs> we're not in control of it. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, so it's being very any show that i jump on even if i'm not in control of it being very aware of the other bands that are on the bill yes especially if it's like a touring act and there's other locals like you know who the fuck are these people you know uh, are <laughs> the they pushing the show do, who, who do they know do we exactly. know the same people just like yeah make it like put yourself in some sort of a control of it to a right. degree that you know you can help get some people out you know it's it's not that hard to get people to come out to shows if you know how to like talk about it. Right. And also right. if like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just smart about it too. You know, like what don't play every weekend. Yes. Don't play every <laughs> Step one. Step one. Sykes and Brendan. Don't play every weekend. That's the first mistake. Don't invite the same people to the same show that you're playing every weekend. Please. Besides that, what else you got? <laughs> those, are, those are my two biggest ones. Do you have anything coming up? Speaking of shows, you playing anything? I'm going to have a release show. Okay. Um, I'm eyeing June 8th. It's going to be at a non-venue in Pittsburgh. It will be a room that, like we've discussed, I will make my own. Um... So yeah, it's, I think June 8th is going to be the day. Do you want to do you want to say I, that for sure or do we want to I'm still waiting <laughs> to hear a couple things. Here's the thing. I have until May 8th to know if June 8th is absolutely okay. the day. If I have 1 month of preparation, that's exactly what I want. So as long as it's not May 8th right now, it's not June 8th cool. yet. But yeah. I'm looking at June 8th. All right. And it will be the Forest release show. I'm interested. For my EP. Word. The End of Substance Theory. Oh, is that the name of it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the so, working title is The End of Substance Theory. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. So where can people find you and any future releases and music I mean, and stuff? Instagram is the best way to find me. I am for rest with an underscore beneath each. Um there's a Facebook page. Does anybody use Facebook anymore? Yes, but I mean, depending on your target I mean, demo. It's, it's really dangerous. <laughs> it's just horrifying being on Facebook. I yeah. know they're tracking me right now. Yeah. I know Mark Zuckerberg's selling me out to whoever he's selling me out to. I don't care what he says in front we're, of We're not court. that important. No, well, that's true. It's think- the same as with my taxes. Like, and if I make a mistake, I'm not going to get audited. You know, <laughs> it's okay. So, I need to work on music. I don't have time to deal with this tax stuff. Yeah, you know, 100%. I think I got it done. TurboTax did it for me. Yeah, I did my tur- TurboTax too. So, yeah. So neither of us are getting audited. I uh, will be fine. Yeah, yeah, we're not that important. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a Facebook. It's by the same. I am for rest. Um, there's no Twitter. I don't get on Twitter anymore. Yeah, fuck Twitter. You know, I, I don't know why it lost its luster so much. I just don't. This is the thing. I don't have the need anymore to just like put one liners out there in the world every day. Oh, yeah. I just I don't have enough nice things to say about the world. 
to do that. That and like my my need for attention and affection is not. I know. I, I don't. I don't. Care. I have. I have some good attention and affection in my life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like outside of that. I'm just going to spout hateful stuff uh-huh. and just put it into the ether. And there's enough people doing that. You know, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Word. I'll Fuck be it. jaded somewhere. I'll be jaded out here in the real world. It's where I should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep, yeah, keep, but no, just keep, seriously. keep your, uh, you know, just focus on your friends and family and the people that you yeah. care about and push your music out to as many people in the real world as you can. Yeah. And that's the, I think that's the thing is like social media was always supposed to be an accessory to the real world. Right. You don't want the real world to be an accessory to social media. Which and that's something that a lot of things happened. That's oh it's happened. We're yeah. there. We oh, are there. You're yeah. But you're, I know you're you still right. have control of how you want to manage exactly. the show that is your life. Exactly. Right, and I'm spending a lot less time on and I'm on a, social media. I'm gonna leave it on that. Uh, yeah, and we're done. Yeah, we're done. That's it. Get the fuck that's out. The, that's <laughs> the perfect way to leave it. Yeah, no, I I'm I am for s. Find me on Instagram. There will be a link to my SoundCloud. Word. I will be just releasing a slew of songs before my EP. That sounds fan fucking tastic. It's never gonna stop. I'm gonna do my outro real quick, and then do that'll your be outro. It. And <laughs> that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Brandon, go buy him for rest. I don't know why. That's that's what your music sounds like, right? <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> thank, <laughs> not anymore, dude. Thank you so much for coming over. Thank you, and as uh, always, shout outs again to Work Hard Epicast for letting us use the space. If you're watching on video, this is it. Hi. It's a beautiful space. And uh, yeah, I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know wait, the drill. Wait, no, you're gonna be in your apartment next week. Oh yeah, well, you know, same place. place on the internet. Is what I mean. I don't even know if that's true. Uh, see, reality is an accessory to the oh, internet. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'll be back. Again. You'll you'll physically be in a different place. I'll though. physically Make that be clear. in a different place, but you know, right. you'll be able to listen to the episode from wherever you're sitting now or <laughs> wherever you're sitting then. And uh, that's about it. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2017. Woo woo! I'm giving you a whoop whoop. It's 2018. Holy shit! It's 2018. Woo! <laughs> ah, thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>